Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 377, recorded live on Saturday, September 13th, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who's a bit sleepy, Dave Pillay. Sleepy among other things. The man who's wide awake. Could you stop doing that? I'm sick. What do you want with me? I'm sick. With your sniff, it sounds like you're literally like trying to sniff the microphone. <laughs> yes, that. See, it used to be that I had a headset and I could mute myself when I was sick, so you didn't have to deal with this. You could just, you know, move yourself away from the microphone. I did. How far away? About two feet. Did you go off axis? Yep. Huh. Good mic. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. It's... <laughs> Treat you some mic etiquette or something. Okay. I, I will try and be better. And if I have to sniff, I'll do that. Is that better? No, no, it's not better at all. Okay, because I was like four feet away directly to the side of the microphone. I'm just going to keep my Skype window up and I will actually mute myself. <laughs> there we go. Did not hear that at all. Because I muted myself. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing better now that I've got this new laptop up and running. Oh, right. So last week's title was OMG, and you had quite the weekend. Yes. You want to talk about that? Well, we did in the last episode. Yeah, but it kept going. Well, uh, I had gotten... When we went up to up north for Labor Day, we had the battery backup in our apartment fail for the, the computers. And so... The uh, we came back from the holiday and it was just wailing like a banshee saying that the battery needed to be replaced. So I ordered a battery and uh, in order to install it, I had to turn off the battery backup. And when I shut everything down, installed the battery backup and turned everything back on again, my laptop decided it wasn't going to turn back on. And it was giving me a CPU error. Oops. So yeah, that HP laptop that always used to overheat and die, I guess finally decided to just... Give up the ghost. Yep. So I slowly copied required information off of its hard drive, since that was fine. But still needed to get a new laptop and get everything else up and running for me to actually work on things, like the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. So, what did you get? I got an Acer (laughs) something something. Acer, that doesn't help me look it up, Andy. I'm looking it up right now. <clears throat> computer properties. Hold on. It's on the computer, Andy. Yes, but my computer setup, I have an external monitor, keyboard, mouse, and everything. Okay. So my laptop is actually just sitting here slightly propped open in front of me. But it's I would have to move the, the mic stand and the external monitor because it's on a, an arm hanging over the laptop to actually okay. read. Okay. Um, it's an Acer Aspire V3571. V3-571. 15.6 inch laptop. 4 gigabytes SD RAM, 500 gigabyte hard drive. Core i5 processor. No onboard graphics? Uh, I've actually got 8 gigs of RAM and the on, oh, who is the onboard graphics? Not, not onboard, rather. No other graphics. It has onboard. But yeah, it has the onboard, but no, no external graphics card. Uh, Intel HD graphics with 128 megabytes. Okay. Like I say, I don't get these <laughs> things to be gaming rigs. But you use them to play games. 
the games I do play are not graphic intensive. Civ Five. Okay, so I haven't tried Civ Five yet on there. I had to copy over the massive Civ Five file into my new Steam account. Yep. So I still have to verify the local cache on that one to make sure everything's still square. <clears throat> okay. Was that far away from the mic? It, it was a bit silly. I feel like I'm now going to play a drinking game because Kate just refilled my Mountain Dew here. Every time I cough? Every time you cough or have a loud sniffle, I'm going to take a drink. Okay. It's Mountain Dew, though, so you're not going to kill me. So that's good. So yeah, new laptop here. All right. Pretty much the same size as the old one. That way I can use the same travel case. Laptop is dead. Long live the laptop. Yep. Thank you for, for continuing. No problem. So, weather... There was, there, no, there was actually a, a funny side note about this. Oh, yeah? So, um, my old laptop died. Yes. So I was trying to figure out what I, new laptop I wanted to get. Yes. So I start flipping, trying to surf on my phone. Okay. Trying to find out different websites and stuff. And so I was on, uh, just for kicks and giggles, I opened up to Facebook. And uh, Sin from, you know, Yoshin Sin. Yeah. I just posted on something about Staples having coupons on their website. So I thought, hey, that'd be interesting. I wonder what they have. And the the first coupon that pops up is $150 off of any computer, $500 or more. Not bad. I was like, oh, look at that. Slightly fortuitous. Convenient timing. Yes, very convenient timing, especially since Staples had free two-day delivery. Yep, take your drink. I already did. Damn it. I will get better at that, I swear. I should just build you a cough button. A cough button? Yes. Cough buttons, known in the broadcast injury industry, not injury, uh, as a little red button that says cough, and you hit that, and it's, it's a temporary mute switch. So when you okay. hold it down, the mic is muted. When you let go, the mic is unmuted. Okay, that's, that's a good button. Yes, it's a very good button. So in case you ever hear anybody talk about a cough button, that's what they mean. So what were you going to do or say? I was going to talk about the weather. Ah, the fact that it's now like 60 degrees outside and it's officially yeah, fall. Yeah, that, that I went from 90 degrees to 40 degrees because I went from southern, well, northern Mississippi, southern U.S. Every part of Mississippi is southern Mississippi. I went from northern Mississippi to Wisconsin and it went from 93 degrees one day to 47 degrees the next just as a tidbit, the world's highest temperature right now is in Egypt at 123 degrees. And the coldest? Negative 91 occurred at University of Wisconsin 1 in Antarctica. I laugh that Wisconsin, of all places, is the one in Antarctica. I guess it's their lab, their school lab down there? I guess. How much does that have to suck? <laughs> Worst satellite campus ever. <laughs> It'd be great as if you don't realize that while you're signing up for your classes. It's like, what? Where the hell is University of Wisconsin 1? I signed up for this class and I can't seem to find it anywhere on campus. Where is this damn building? <laughs> you, go, you go to the university, like some information desk. How do I get to this building? Okay, well, first, you need to get a visa. <laughs> do you need a visa to go to Antarctica? I know you can get your passport stamped there, so maybe... By who? I don't know. Oh, Are you researching? Google. Yep. You always have the answers. Do you need a visa to go? That's actually really cool for the, the completion match. Do you need a visa to go blank? See what comes up for you for your completion match. 
The answer is yes, by the way. Brazil, Canada, Japan, Mexico, Spain. Take a drink. Hold on, I'm eating a cookie right now. Yeah, I got the same list. Brazil, Canada, Mexico, Spain. I got Japan in there. I only have four. Oh, I have five. Point for me. <laughs> sure. Maybe Google is just more confused about you, so it's offering more options. I wouldn't doubt that. I know Amazon right now is probably really freaked out at us. Why is that? Because I sign into Amazon through Kate's account. Ah. Because she has the primary Amazon do you, Prime. Do you sign in under the same browser? Like on the same computer? No, not on the same computer, but still the... Then uh, they they know the difference between the two of you. Oh, but they don't. Why not? Oh, wait, this is me. That's why it's not... Oh, no, like, it, it'll still give you suggestions, but if they want to tell the difference, they can. As long as you guys are signing in with different computers, they can figure out. Have you not heard about the browser fingerprint? I thought we talked about it. No, I, I don't doubt it. Uh, but still, it's just like some of these things where I feel like Amazon must think that Kate has, like, bipolar or something. I, I think they figured out what's going on, Andy. I'm pretty sure that their algorithms are smart enough to understand that. I'm just scrolling through right now. Okay, so we talked about my computer problems. We talked about the weather. The crazy-ass weather. I have a cookie, so there's our food for the podcast. I have a shit ton of candy. Uh, okay, so topics. I was like, we, just, we checked everything off. Uh, it, let's see, do, do we have the insults to each other? Yep, Andy making the joke about Dave being sick, and so how he's going to take a drink whenever Dave can't use the mic correctly. I could bring up the fact that you overslept, too, and I'm sitting here just sitting here waiting. Yep, I, I think we've checked out, bingo. Yeah, I think that's all of it. Oh, and the meta making fun of the podcast. Also true, yes. What are we missing? I don't know, Kate's probably already been heard on the podcast. Uh, I saw her type. I haven't heard her yet. Oh, she's typing to you. We, we've, I think if you have... Oh, she's talking to Catherine. Oh, she's not talking to you yet. Nope. Your window is open, though. Well, I, she, she did type to me. Ah. So, yeah, I think we've, we've covered all of the uh, externals. If anybody else can think of one, feel free to let us know, and we'll try and cover it in the next episode. Okay. Next! Topics. Talk, what? Topics. Topics, yes. Topics. Nintendo. 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 Nintendo has a demo coming out in a few days. Okay. On on the nineteenth, I believe, is the Nintendo Smash Brothers 3DS demo. The demo. Uh the demo. Online. You'll you'll you can go and download the demo for free. Okay. Some Nintendo was a Club Nintendo members got an email with codes saying here's a code to get the demo early. Which is cool. And like, go Nintendo. Well done. Some people decided to put those codes on eBay. And how much are they going for? Uh, last I saw was 20 to $30. For now, a- keep in mind, the demo will be free in six days. <laughs> the game itself will cost $40. I just want to know if any of these have actually been bought. Because you can post anything on eBay for any price. You can post something on eBay for a million dollars. Well, people were bidding on it. For those prices. Oh. So let's see what's on eBay right now. Wow, I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> What'd you do? I Googled eBay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, here's one. 
Uh, nope, that's pre-order. Demo code, $15, 5 bids. Demo code, $13, 20 bids. Demo, $13. Yeah, so they're they're getting bids in like 10 to $15. Show only sold listings. Here we go. Well, and complete. <clears throat> Damn it, I clicked mute. One was sold for 20, one was sold for 25, 20, 20, 15. 20. Why are people spending so much money for a freaking wow? For a demo? Yeah. For an early access to a demo? Yes. Where you can only play as one of five characters? <laughs> wow. Yeah. But there it is. That is People sad. paying 15 to $20 for early access to a demo. Do you have cable? I have Dish. So you could not get HBO. I think I could get HBO on Dish. Does Dish provide HBO? If it doesn't, there's something seriously wrong with that. Okay. HBO Dish channel, yep. I do not have cable, nor do I have Dish. You I are cannot not get- a broadband... Well, you're a broadband subscriber. You are uh, not yes. a, a TV. cable TV per subscriber. Right. Okay. So I, can, I cannot get HBO. Check. If HBO were to offer an online... HBO Go only subscription for, say, $15, maybe $10, I'd probably sign up for it, especially if it opened up the backlog of shows. There are a lot of good shows. HBO is aware of this and is considering cutting out cable. I'm now, it is, what took so it's long. Worth, well, <laughs> what took so long? A, who owns HBO? HBO is not a private company in the sense of they own themselves. Who owns HBO, Andy? does own hbo time warner oh well it might be time warner cable because they did split i think it's time warner time warner yes it is time warner yep so previously it had been time warner cable so that would be a reason why they didn't want to cut out cable makes sense and the other part actually if if what they're saying is true the other part is is really good like ethically good which is our goal is to provide high-quality content, and the infrastructure hasn't been there to provide that content reliably. So they want to provide good content, and the only way to do it is through cable, because cable is everywhere. Right, and that the, the throughput of cable internet hasn't been there and hasn't been reliable. Very true. Now, they say that, and I kind of look at Netflix and look at the quality that I get on Netflix, and I'm like, you know, I'd, I'd be able to put up with that, but... Whatever. If they want to say, no, we want to ensure it's getting like the best quality possible, then it's the best quality possible. Good for them. But they, uh, they, they're kind of getting to that point. And so I was, I was looking at this and saying, like, wow, that would be a brilliant idea. Well, I think they've started to realize how much Netflix, with its original programming, is doing. House yep. of Cards. Yep. Amazon, Amazon yeah, Amazon Prime's original programming, who they also just bought Twitch. So I feel like this is my first question was what took them so long to even think about yep. this? Yeah. Well, because they also don't want to piss off the cable companies, right? True, Walk through the scenario. HBO goes to the cable companies and says, hey, guys, uh, we're we're going to open this up to other people. They don't need to buy your packages to get us anymore. What do you think the cable companies are going to say? Uh, they're going to be pissed off and probably drop HBO. Right. So pretend you're Comcast. You say to HBO, you do this, we drop you, right? Yeah. So what's HBO's response? I don't know. Are you going to give up? So keep in mind, everyone who subscribes to a cable company 
for the purpose of subscribing to HBO, follow the thought. We'll drop the cable company to go to just HBO. Yep. So the cable companies lose out there. And people who have cable who can no longer get HBO, oh darn, they'll pay another 10 bucks To keep HBO. X number of them will pay $10 more to, p- to purchase HBO's package. Y number of them who won't, well, HBO does lose those customers. But I'm willing to bet you that the number of people that they gain is greater than that amount. Probably. So HBO goes back to Comcast and says, you know what? You want to drop us? Fine. Bluff called. You are not going to gain any subscribers out of this. The worst case for you is that you will lose subscribers. The best case is that nothing happens to you. The uh, (laughs) problem I see with that, though. Yep. Take your drink. Thank you. Is the fact that the cable companies would still be in charge of the cable modems. Ah, so here we come to the linchpin. Net neutrality. Yep. If Comcast were to start intentionally slowing down the streams of HBO Go. And it's they, that would be Comcast things, just like they did with Netflix. Is like, well, if you guys want better service, pay you us. You gotta pay more. Yeah, pay us $50 million. And lo and behold, you're going to get best download speeds imaginable. Yep. So That would be the, the last block, and that is... I think one of the greatest, uh, not, not kind of examples, the greatest examples of why we need net neutrality. Yeah. Did you notice anything going on on, did you notice the slowdown or whatever it was? On? I noticed how stupid it was. Yeah. It was, ooh, a spinning circle. Ooh. They, they claim that it was really effective and that a lot of people sent emails and letters. Okay. But. I don't think it was nearly as effective as the, we're going to actually shut down our site for a minute. Yes, that would be... That would have been a, a little more impressive. That's why I said they should have just actually slowed down everybody's website. It would be People would get pissed off, and rightly so, but then you could say, hey, if you're pissed off... Here's who you should contact and let them know. Here's an email address. Go. Yep, yep. That's what they should have done, but none, none of this little sidebar circle thing. It was just, what the f*** is that? And you don't even notice that half the time. Ugh. But speaking of broadband internet access, the uh, FCC wants to increase what they describe as broadband. Remember so we talk- change the definition. Yeah, we talked about this, I think, back in 20, 2010. I think, I think we've talked about this a couple times, actually. But uh, broadband was originally, like... Uh, 760 kilobits down and something smaller up. And then they changed it to say broadband is now 4 megabits down and 1 megabits up. And now they want to change it again. Um, No surprise, AT&T and Verizon both say that 4 down and 1 up is perfectly fine. <laughs> no, no, guys, that's okay. Seriously, that's that's a good definition of broadband. We don't need to change it at all, ever again. Just leave it right there. FCC. No, I, I really think that, like, that's not really broadband anymore. Broadband is, is fast. That's kind of typical. No, no, seriously, guys, like, that's okay. That's just fine. Yeah, they said consumer behavior strongly reinforces the conclusion that a 10 megabit per second service exceeds what many Americans need today to enable basic high-quality transmissions. No, it doesn't. 10 megabits, that's, that's, that's more than what you need. No one needs 10 megabits a second. Yeah, we do. 
Yeah, God, we've got ten megabits. We got ten. We got ten megabits per second symmetrical at work, and that one is still even. Just yeah, we 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 actually do need more than that, guys. Um, I'm sorry that your business model was was founded in the '80s, and that you know the the technology is there, but it's expensive to implement. You're not really going to make a lot more. It's going to cost you some money to upgrade to it, but this is your responsibility as a cable company. So, you know, hop to Verizon actually goes a step further. They want a quote unquote stable benchmark that does not increase at all. Even as technology advances. What? They say FCC, you need to stop readjusting this. Define broadband once. And that's broadband from here on forward. (laughs) My response as the FCC would have been okay. Unlimited. (laughs) Okay, you want us to define broadband once, we'll just say 50 megabits down. No, 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 Andy, you can't do that. Because look ahead 20 years. True, with the amount of fiber that's rolling out. the definition, so here's what, what I would define as broadband. Take the average throughput of the, the population and mark it as one and a half times that. That would be an interesting idea. Broadband is always faster than the average. Yes. See what the cable companies think of that. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll probably hate it. They of course they'd hate it because they can't reliably sell broadband then. Because as soon as they sell it to a bunch of people, it's no longer broadband. I love how uh, Netflix popped into this argument as well, saying that uh, that you know AT and T and Verizon are wrong because they recommend five megabits for 720 video, and Apple TV recommends six megabits downstream broadband connection for accessing HD video. Mm-hmm. Little things where it's yeah four down one up. That's no, that's not going to cut it anymore. I've, granted, there are places, you know, in the United States that still don't have four megabits down. Even Okay, here we go. At 10 megabits per second, 8.4% of Americans have absolutely no access. And another 30.3% have access from only one provider. I think that they just don't want to change there because as soon as, the, as soon as the definition of broadband changes, then the Universal Service Fund, which is now supporting broadband rural internet access, changes as well. So then they have to provide at least that amount out there. So then they have to just... Yep. God, sometimes the free market just... All they want is money. <laughs> I Can you... Can you just say that to yourself in your head again? All that the free market wants is money? Well, I, I said in your head again, but okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, yes, Andy, the free market wants money. The free market uh, is is intended to get that, right? Yeah. It's been a while since I've taken economics, but the, the point of the market is to, uh, to well, to make money if you are, are a follower of certain economics. I like to think that the, the purpose of the market is to ensure the greatest amount of goods and services reach the greatest number of people, but that's just silly. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm going to get messages from Aaron Hansowitz now. We should just get Aaron on here at some point. And just let him talk for an hour? Yeah. About econ? Well, econ with a technology slant to it. We'll just have to tell him that. So econ? Uh, yeah. So, speaking Ooh. of technology, Apple... Yes. And the iPhone 6 and the 6 Plus and the Apple Watch. What do you think? The iPhone 6 and Apple Watch? Yes. Well, um, uh, hmm. I think it's really funny that the iPhone 6 is coming in a 5.5-inch screen size. <laughs> when Apple made such a big fuss about increasing the size for the 4 and saying, nope, this is the ideal size. 
Uh, all of what Android is doing is stupid because you can't reach that whole screen with your thumb. Why would people want that? Why it, it's it's uncomfortable? It doesn't feel good. And now they're offering one in that screen. Um, I think the watch. Uh, they they. I will admit the crown, whatever it's called, the tap crown or something like that, is an interesting choice. But I didn't see anything in Apple's watch that is clearly above and beyond and creative over the Android watches, except for the one tactile piece. Samsung was actually along those same lines because they just put out some response advertising to the Apple announcement. And one of them is like, welcome to 2006. Yep. But yeah, it's hilarious when you look at the, the processors and everything. You're like, oh, this is this is not groundbreaking anymore. This is... When has Apple been groundbreaking? Outside of the first iPod and the first iPhone? Yep. They haven't been, well, have they? Well, really, it's not even that, Andy. It's since Steve Jobs passed. Yes. When have they been ground? I mean, granted, the iPad, the name was stupid, but the tablet thing did take off. True. But this, yeah, like there's nothing amazing about the watch. It's going to sell like hotcakes. Oh, of course. But there's nothing huge there. I was actually a little disappointed with the watch because they say that you're supposed to charge the Apple Watch every night. Every day. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, you uh, are, They you have are... stated that they're not happy with that. Well, that's good because that's not good. Like my gear fit, I can get two to three days out of this thing. Oh, oops. Seems I've been sleeping for the past 12 hours. I probably should delete that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you have been. No. I'll uh, delete that one so it doesn't affect my... Uh, stats that's that's off by a little bit yep kind of forgot that huh yep well it's 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 not the weekday so i'm not under my normal schedule and so i just forgot about it i i don't know it's one of those things where you have to charge it every day that's a little ridiculous and it's just like my gear fit where a lot of the stuff still relies on the phone so yep is there going to be greater integration of apps that are going to do a lot more than mine yes probably It, it is you know apple so i yeah i didn't see anything like super surprising come out of it yeah, I didn't either. I'll, that $350 price tag, though. Whew. Steep. Yeah. Very steep. Very steep for a version one piece of hardware. And, you know, they're just going to improve it in, like, eight months. I'd, I'd give them at least a year. They're probably already working on version two. Yep. So is it worth getting? No. No. What are your thoughts on the Apple Pay? You mean Google Wallet on iPhones? Yes. That uses NFC just like Google Wallet? Um, the only nice thing about it is that it's going to popularize it. It'll make it much more common. That's what I've no- Okay, so this is... I'm probably not wrong on this. Yeah. But think about this. Apple isn't innovative anymore. Pretty much. Android is innovative. Yes. But not popular. Yes. Because of the fragmented market. Yes. Then Apple sees what Android is doing, puts the Apple spin on it, throws it in the iPhone, and then suddenly it's popular. Yes. Did you see there was a, a I think it was Cracked, the website had it. Uh, there, were, there were two side-by-side little blurbs for reviews. One was for the, uh, the Galaxy 5S or whatever, Galaxy S5. And the iPhone 6 5.5 screen. And one said, like, eh, the screen is just a little too big. It's just kind of unusable because it's so big. And the other one said, like, screen's big, but it's tolerable. You can handle it. They're the same size screen. Mm. Double standard. Well, it's just like Apple was poo-pooing NFC communication when it first came out on Android. And then 
Lo and behold, two phones later, they've got NFC in the iPhone. Yep. yep. So yeah, Apple announcement. No surprise. Not getting me excited. Uh, continue with cell phones. Facebook on your cell phone mm-hmm. is causing problems because of the fact that Facebook had set up videos to autoplay on both the desktop and mobile app. Okay. Which autoplaying videos means that you have to, you know, download and stream the video. Yeah. Which is causing people to have massive data bills on their cell phones. Oh. Now, as soon as I saw that, well, first off, I don't have the Facebook app on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Second off, as soon as I saw that these videos were autoplaying, first reaction was, how the hell do I turn this off? But I could bet there's a lot of people there who were just like, didn't even think about how much data they're going to burn through just for videos that they're not really even going to watch. And in my mind, that shows kind of the disconnect between Silicon Valley <laughs> and normal America. That the Valley is, is so caught up in, um, what's the best way to say it? I don't even know. That the idea of how they use technology is supposedly the norm for the rest of America is... Although it's, it's definitely not. No, it's, it's not. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's, what do you mean? Everybody's got, you know, like unlimited data plans. Everybody's got 4G service everywhere that they go. Yep. Because I have noticed that, that on Facebook, the, the website, it just autoplays. I'm like, stop it. I don't want to see you. Go away. I didn't think about whether or not it did that on the mobile app because I don't use Facebook. Except for that, you know, that one day where it's your birthday. That one day a year. 99.7, what did I say, 72%? Yep. Yeah. And yes, I understood what that was immediately without having to even go to a calculator. Okay, good. Just making sure. 364 divided by 365. Unless it was a leap year. Yes. But then your calculation's off. Yes, I know. But this year is not a leap year. It is not. So yeah, if you've got Facebook on your phone... Turn off the autoplaying videos. Yeah, but how? Something in the settings. I don't remember exactly where. I turned it off, and I'm never going to turn it back on again because it's entirely it's a good thing to do. It's entirely pointless. So what else we got here? Anything phone? Oh, phone related. Here we go. Hangouts. Oh, the new Google Hangouts. Yes. Now with Google Voice integration. Yeah, I actually got mine updated this morning. Yeah, I got mine updated as well. It's kind of cool because now when I'm looking at it, it not only updated it on the phone, but it's updated it on the computer as well. Yeah, so you can call somebody's cell phone in the United States for free from your computer. Or I can text because now I've got that little SMS button. Yes. Oh, look, you just texted me from your computer. Yes, I did. And I can text back. There, I just texted back. Yep, and it showed up. Yep. Yay. Technology. This is actually really great because I've got a, a Google Voice number set up for work because T-Mobile is being stupid. Okay. And won't let me turn on Google Voice as my standard voicemail inbox. Okay. Um, so I tell everybody if they're going to call me to call my voice number. That way I get the, the Google Voice voicemail. I get a text message and I get an email saying, hey, here's a voicemail. Somebody called you, yep. yada, yada, yada. But when I call people back, everybody freaks out because it's not the same number. Like, who's this? Yeah, it's literally, it's happened a couple of times. Like, people are like, hello? And I'm like, hey, it's Andy from Kalamazoo. And they're like, this is not your number. Like, don't, don't worry about it. It's the same number. But now I can actually, like, dial them through Hangouts on my yep. phone. And just have that. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about what it means for Google Voice in the long run. That Google Voice is going <laughs> to disappear? Yeah. Like, I better be able to keep this. Yeah, it would suck if I lose that number. Right. 
If I lose that number, I'm going to be pissed. It's like, damn it, things are going so well. Things are now going better. I don't know. I feel like this is a good thing, though. I feel like this is pretty well integrated. And I feel like if it Google Voice does disappear, it's going to be fully integrated into Hangouts, and it's just going to be part of Hangouts now. So it's not going to... I highly doubt Google's going to get rid of Hangouts. Hopefully. It, it's just... I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, it would be silly of them to do so. This is really great, though, because now um, if I have to call people from work... I can just, if I get an email from somebody on my laptop, I can just attach a phone number to that Google account and then just dial them from my laptop, which has, you know, webcam and microphone. So, huh. Okay, I'm good. Had a, a, an odd thought and then realized it was really stupid to think of. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay. What else we got? What else we got? Take a walk. Yes. Um, scientific study has proven that uh, for every hour that you are sitting, you should probably take about a five-minute leisurely stroll to help. So science confirms common sense. Yes. I love it when it does that. When I, when I train, when I teach, it is from 8.30 to 5. That is the class. And so we tell our trainees that about every hour to hour and a half, we will be taking a 10-minute break. And that during that 10-minute break, stand up, stretch, move around the room. It's also a great time to get coffee, tea, whatever, but stand up. And I, you, you can watch because some people stand and some people sit and work through the break. And the people who sit and work through the break are dead by the end of the day. Yes. So now I have a scientific study. Yay! I'm going to email that to myself. I'm going to put that in my slideshow and be like, look, science says. Just five minutes every hour. Stand up. Take a walk. Yeah. Not even a long one. Just five minutes. Five minutes. That's it. I've been getting better at muting myself. That's good. I didn't even hear that one. Yep. You you haven't heard the last five or six. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. As I said, I'm getting better. Uh, cool. So <laughs> we've been, we've been going for an hour. Maybe we should stand up and take a walk. I've only got 52 minutes on here. I see an hour and five on Skype. Ah, well that one works since our microphones are, um, stationary. No, it's true. That'd be difficult. Although evidently my microphone can catch me coughing from half the room away, pointed away from the mic off axis. I don't, I don't know what to tell you on that one. Uh, Microsoft might be purchasing Mojang. For supposedly $2 billion. That's not normal because Notch was like staunchly anti-Microsoft. Except supposedly Notch was the one who instigated the negotiations with Microsoft for them to buy. I wonder if he, he's thinking like, Minecraft is done. It's had its run. Let me sell it while I can and get out. Probably, because isn't he trying to do that space one? Uh, he gave up on that. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel like Microsoft would lose money on this. Yeah, I I don't I don't doubt it cuz uh yeah, it was didn't Microsoft buy well, they bought Halo. That got them some money when they they bought uh, Bungie? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but you you got to remember when they bought Bungie, Andy. They bought Bungie before they went big big. They bought Bungie before Halo. I thought it was I thought they had was it was what was it really before? <laughs> Bungie was making a game for Apple called Marathon. Microsoft acquired Bungie in 2000. Okay, so yeah, they had they were just making Halo at the time, you're right. Right, they they had made a game called Marathon for Apple and Microsoft said, "Hey, come work for us, make 
basically that game, and we'll put it on our new console. And during the process of them making that game is when they were actually bought. And then it went wildly successful, and then eventually Bungie said, hey, we'd kind of like to go off and do our own thing, and Microsoft said, okay, but we get the rights to Halo. I think that's what you were thinking of. Yeah. Was the sale of the rights. I don't know. I feel like Microsoft's track record with buying companies is not... Not very good. No. Because it's not. No, no, it's not. Microsoft's track record of purchasing other companies is really not that good. I don't know. When when has it been good that a company has bought another company? There have to be examples out there. Well, when Microsoft bought Bungie at the beginning, that was a good one for them. But was it good for, for Bungie? I mean, maybe they would have done... No, they wouldn't have been nearly as successful. No. So, yeah, it was good for, for both of them. Was it good for the consumers? Probably. Uh, probably. Everybody loved Halo. I, I think everyone won on that purchase. I think that I think that was pretty much the last time where like everybody was a winner. Bungie won. Microsoft oh, there's won. there's probably other cases. All right, name one. Um, I have to think. I mean, the obvious place to go to for acquisitions would be EA, but I'm not sure EA has done anything good with any of the companies that they've purchased. Well, Google buying a bunch of co- uh, Google buying um um uh, whatever it was Central whatever the thing that became Google Voice Grand, Grand Central. Central Google buying Grand Central was pretty good. Uh, eBay buying PayPal. eBay buying PayPal was really good. Um, hmm. yeah, there are some good mergers in there. Some of them not so much, but I don't know. This one is this one is in the category of uh, I don't think so. This is one in the category of. I'm not sure you you know what you're actually purchasing, and it might really not be the best idea. Mm. Yeah, Minecraft is big. Yeah, it's still big, but it's it's gonna fade away. I don't maybe think you're thinking, gonna make the money that you think you're gonna make. Maybe they think Minecraft is gonna have the staying power of WoW, or they'll work on a sequel, Minecraft Two, now with more blocks, now with more optimization, because Minecraft is like terribly inefficient. I don't know. I've never played. I keep wondering if I should. I like Terraria. Yeah, you do. I know some of the basic rules of Minecraft, like don't dig straight up and don't dig straight down. How do you dig straight up? If you are in a cave. Ah, yes. Okay, gotcha. Do you know why you should not dig straight up? No. Because liquid falls. And so if you dig straight up and you break the ceiling, which is the floor of the thing above you, and the thing above you has lava. Lava will drop on you and you'll be dead. Yes. Gotcha. So don't dig straight up and don't dig straight down. Because if you dig straight down and there is lava, you fall into the lava and die. Gotcha. So those are two of the main rules of Minecraft. Don't dig straight up, don't dig straight down. Um, but yeah, I think it's really silly that Microsoft is doing this. Yep, I agree okay. with you on that one. What so, else we got? Speaking of independent developers, yeah, the guys who did Surgeon Simulator, yeah, uh, came out with a new game. Okay, called Twelve a Dozen. Called what? Twelve a Dozen. Okay, it's an adventure game that has to do with math. Uh oh. All right, so here you go. I'll read you this paragraph that's in the article. It describes the game basically in a nutshell. Okay. In the game, players take on the role of a heroine called Twelve who lives in Dozenopolis. 
Twelve has to find her family after a cataclysmic event leads to their disappearance. To do this, she has to travel the side-scrolling world and solve puzzles, which all revolve around numbers. Becoming a different number allows Twelve to perform different tasks, so she has to find ways to subtract, add, divide, and multiply herself. By changing her face value to a number divisible by three, she can climb. Four allows her to push objects. Five allows her to swim. Six gives her the ability to grab. Seven unlocks cages. Eight opens up portals. And nine lets her jump. If she becomes a negative number, she can walk on ceilings. Huh. So how do you go about changing your number? I don't know. It's an iOS game. Take a drink. Oh, oh damn it. I've been so good about that. So this is like an iOS game that I actually would like to try out. Five bucks. Not too bad. Ah, oh, crap. Have- I opened up the the link and it opened up the iTunes website, which then now opened up my iTunes. Ah, ha, 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 ha. So yeah, you have to do math in order to play this game. You have to understand multiples. Yeah. So I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Coming from the guys who, you know, did the surgery version of... Quop. Yeah. That, that's interesting. It's a very different genre than what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else do we have? Uh, Cadillac's coming out with their hands-free driver. By hands-free, you don't mean cell phone. No, i.e. you can travel down the highway without holding the steering wheel or putting a foot on a pedal. So lane assist and adaptive cruise control. Yes. Okay. 2017. I, ah, stupid autoplay videos. God damn. Hate you, Bloomberg. I was driving on a I-55 yeah. from Memphis south. And holy crap, that was like a nice roadway. Why can't we have nice roadways up here in the north? Salt. That was a really nice roadway. Salt and ice. It was really comfortable and smooth. Water expands when it freezes, and then when it unfreezes, it leaves holes, which cause potholes. Yep. Yep. I was able to just set the cruise control and basically lay back and just let it go. It was good. Okay, so Cadillac is going to have that? Yep. 2017. At what point does it become an autonomous vehicle? Well, since you can travel up to 70 miles per hour on uh, the highway without you touching anything, it supposedly can also handle stop-and-go congested traffic. At what point does it become an autonomous vehicle? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's pretty close there. It can, if, if I decide to drive from here to Seattle, mm-hmm. I get on 94. And stay on 94. Until it turns into I-90, and then I stay on I-90. Keep in mind, well, okay, yeah, you and get off you, 94 and get on 90, and then you get back on to 94. No, you don't get back, well, you, you, you could, it depends on which way you're going around Chicago, and Milwaukee, and Madison, and then that little... Wait a minute, because 90 swings up through Madison. Yes. And 94 swings up through Milwaukee, and then goes west... Through Madison. Yeah. At some point, they rejoin, and it becomes 90-94. But then and they then, s- it, then they split. But if you're going to Seattle, do you want to go through North Dakota or South Dakota? That is an excellent question. Because South Dakota is 90, North Dakota is 94, and then they rejoin in Billings. Yeah, in Montana. We, we've done this, Dave. We've done this multiple right, both times. both routes. Both routes, actually. And then it goes all the way into Seattle, and it's 90-94 the whole way. I mean, technically it says 90, but it's the same highway. Because 94 never splits off again. No, it, it ends in Billings. Well, it, it, yeah, it literally merges into 90. Yeah. Oh, God, I remember this route. <laughs> oh, God, do I remember? There's Butte and there's the swing north. 
where 90 was it so 90 west actually goes northeast no it doesn't go northeast it goes northwest andy go look at butte it yes i know it swings down through butte and then it swings back up again and it swings back up to the right now i gotta load the stupid maps up again damn it dave yep I mean, I'm looking at it right now. You don't oh, need yeah, to it load goes, it. It goes, that's like north, it, northeast. It goes northeast. Yeah. No, no that's like north, northeast. That's like okay. almost north. Although when it gets over to Deer Lodge. Where the hell is Deer Lodge? Keep going north. Yes. Okay. Yes. It get, it's got a little bit more of a jug around Deer Lodge. Yeah. It goes northeast. 90 west goes northeast. For like two miles. Yes. But it still goes northeast. 60% of the time it works. But yes, I'm just trying to get to the point, though. If I decided to go from here to Seattle, yeah, I could probably set that thing and on its go. smart cruise and just let it go. And then the only time I would have to take over is when I needed to fill up for gas. Then I would have to take it out of smart move, get off the highway, stop at the truck stop, fill it up. And then prop, get back on. Yeah, get back on the highway and say, go. I would say 90% plus of that journey. Oh, probably significantly more than that. 98% probably you'd be hands free. Yeah. So at what point is it an automated car? I don't know because uh another thing I had posted on there cuz it was actually a topic that was I thought was pretty neat. Somebody finally got their hands on Google's automated car test that was done back in 2012 in Nevada. Yeah. For them to get their uh what was the license plate was like AU001. Yeah. Um, somebody actually got their hands on the automated test and it, they actually had to take control of it a, uh, a couple of times during the road test. So if you take this Cadillac, you probably could do Google's well, you, road test. No, you wouldn't be able to do Google's road test cause they did surface streets, which this would not. Yeah. This can't handle a town. No. So this is, you could almost call it the new Cadillac almost highway automated, which a majority of travel now would be on the highways. Would be on the highways. I wonder if it can handle tolls. You get an easy pass. Yep. But, multi-pass. But the lanes multi-pass. The lanes over by easy pass disappear. I don't know. We need to wait a couple of years, and then I need you to buy a Cadillac and then drive it to a toll booth. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> Why aren't you buying the Cadillac? I got the Explorer. I'm okay. I've got my Prius. I'm quite happy with it. Besides, by the time I get the next version, it will probably have all the same stuff on it. Probably. GM says this is two years away. Let me rephrase that. GM says this is two years away. Yeah. So I don't, I don't expect Toyota and Ford to take much longer than that. No, no, I don't. Is it bad that I, I don't really count Chrysler as part of the big three anymore? Ouch. It's a little harsh. It is, but is it inaccurate? Well, I don't know off the top of my head. This is a car question, Andy. You're my go-to guy on car questions. Yes, but the, your question is very opinionated. No, I want to know who sells more. Well, it's Google auto sales. In the, are you looking worldwide? U.S. U.S., okay. Auto sales, U.S. 20. Let's look at last year's numbers. Do-do-do-do-do. U.S. Auto Sales brand rankings year to date. Here we go. This should be it. Let's see. That's not helpful at all. This is a horrible chart. Let's see. For, uh, General Motors, 15% Ford Motor Company. Chrysler is 1.3 million in 2014. 
Toyota is 1.6 million in 2014. But this might be global sales. Uh, okay, top three so far: GM, Toyota, Ford, Chrysler. There we go, and then Honda. But you you just said right? GM, Toyota, Ford. Yes. So the big three is the big three now. Yeah. It's it's not Chrysler anymore. It's Toyota. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Yep. Okay. I'm curious where uh, Volkswagen is on that. VW. Oh, they're only two point two percent. Hmm. Granted, that's probably not just that's probably just counting Volkswagen and you know not all the brands that Volkswagen owns. Uh, you mean Audi, Bentley, Lamborghini, Porsche, and the VW division? Yes. Uh, all of those total in this year to three hundred and ninety-four thousand. Oh. GM is one point nine million. Okay, so they have a lot of names, but they're very niche names. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not a lot of Lamborghinis are sold. No. I saw actually one on the highway the other day. I was very surprised. Cool. According to this chart, if I'm reading it correctly, 472 have been sold in 2014. That would sound about right. Since I think they make seven a day, I think. Wow. Wait, Lamborghini estimate. <laughs> wow. They, they don't have the numbers for Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Here, let me let me just send you this link because I think that this has what you're looking for. Take a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Oh, this is a much better chart than I was looking at. Google foo. Right. Should we start leaning towards the random topic and random recap? Yes. Okay. Random review. If this, then that. If this. Then that. I-F-T-T-T. Oh, yeah. I used these guys for a bit. Did you? Yeah. Cool. I used them. Not just for a bit. Like, I still use them. Well, I used them in, cause to check on some Amazon stuff, but then Amazon changed their thing, so I couldn't use it anymore. So. Ah. Uh, oh, you used it for, like, price watching and sending you notifications? Yeah. Yep. If this, then that is probably positioned to become the center of the Internet of Things. Because anyone who's published an API uh, can can pretty much hook into if this, then that. And it's a really simple, friendly interface where you say, go to this service, and if this thing happens, go to this service and do this. So potentially, some of the easier ones that are, that are a little nicer is, uh, if the weather tomorrow is supposed to be rainy, then go to my Android phone and make a notification that it's going to rain tomorrow. Well, that's nice. If the Belkin motion sensor in my house that is uh, connected to Wi-Fi registers motion, then send an alert. Oh, there's even stuff connected to your thermostat. Yep. (coughs) They have tons and tons of channels. There's 129, and they keep adding new ones, so... Uh, there's a channel for Nike Plus. Ooh. Where, let's see, triggers. So there's no actions for Nike Plus. It can only be triggers. But if my daily fuel goal has been reached, or my weekly fuel goal has been reached, or my daily distance goal has been reached, or my uh, weekly runs goal has been reached, then trigger something else. This is just, it's just simple. This is like basic programming stuff. It's really rudimentary programming. 
I really want them to open it up a little bit. I'd like them, even if it were a, a paid version where you could do just a little more, like if this and this do this, there's a square uh, one as well. So if you get a new payment or if there's a new refund, then do something. Uh, there's the phone. So if you get a phone call, log it to a Google Doc spreadsheet. I just looked up Google Calendar, 3,919 recipes found. Jeez. Yeah, but those are, how many of those are repeats? That's kind of the drawback. It's not really easy to find things. No, no, it's not. I'm sitting here like this is. Uh, but if you use push bullet and if this, then that, then it's actually really nice because if this, then that can push to push bullet, which can then go wherever. But if you look at a lot of these channels, it's all the like Wemo switches. It's the, um, the, the Nest thermostat. Android has a bunch of channels. Fitbit's got some stuff. Yep. It's currently free. They talked about having a pay-for model, which would have access to other things. They're not entirely sure what that would be. Hmm. But I thought it would be pretty cool. Well, especially since it's free. And it's free. Uh, there's an eBay one. Yeah, there's a Craigslist one, too. And a Craigslist one. Looking through my old ones that have all expired by now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Yep. They're all non-working now, but (laughs) that's what happens when somebody else changes their API on you. Yep. There's some Etsy ones. So my recipes right now, let me see if I can pull this up. I'm not logged in on the computer, so I have to go to the app on my phone. Uh, I have if there's an if the if this then that update. So if they change their stuff or publish new channels, send me a notification. Uh, when apps on Google Play that used to be pay become free, send me a notification. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. If I get an SMS with a certain message in it, set the volume to 100 so I can always find my phone. Uh, archive the calls into Google Drive and get a new recommended recipe every day. That's it. No, this is actually pretty nice. Yeah, and the the interface is so ridiculously simple and easy. I have now just added two more recipes on there. So ah ha 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 ha. So there you go. That's the review. Nice, simple, easy to use. Wish it had more features, but they are currently improving it. All right, well, that's amazing. Now the random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Who on the show today has the best quote-unquote manscape? You, you have to refresh my memory. Manscape is pubic hair? I think it's just overall hair. Overall hair. Who has the best overall hair between you and me? I, you, you can't see the, the hair flip that's going on right now. I... Yeah, you got your crazy Jufro going, though. I do not have a Jufro, Andy. What What do you have up? That's I have lovely shoulder-length locks with some curl and heft and volume. What do you have? I have lots of hair. I am actually surprisingly hairy. I don't know that I need to know that. Well, I'm not like Han's level of hairiness, which you probably haven't seen that either. Nope. Hmm. I feel like I, I, uh, I don't know. Do you have a nose hair trimmer? No. Okay. That's a, why do you ask? I was just trying to think of how much you care about your own looks. 
Because if you don't care about... Makes your, no difference how much you care about your own looks. Why? If we have... I feel like if you don't care about it, then you're technically not manscaping. You're just being you. Well, unless that my natural look is well manscaped. No, but then you would actually be doing something. I shave. Well, yes, I shave too. I need to shave. I I've also, got kind of a, a scruff thing going right now. I got a little bit of a scruff, but that's because I shaved on Thursday and because I didn't shave until Saturday before then. I think I am losing this manscaping battle, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. I am very particular about how I get my hair cut, though. You, you know your haircut, like, perfectly. Yeah. Like, I, I can go anywhere and basically probably get the same haircut, which is good. Because that's always the fearful thing. You go to a new barber, you're like, what's going to happen to my head? I just don't go to the barber anymore. <laughs> I haven't gone in, in... I've gone once in the last year and a half. Gone to the barber once in a year and a half? Yeah, it's about time I go again, too. The hair's getting a little too long. But what about your long, flowing locks? Well, if I get two inches off of it, it's still about three times the length of your hair. No, that's that's very true, since I, uh, my haircut is a number two on the back and sides and a number four on top. Yeah. I don't, so I don't I let like them you're approach me with the clippers at this point. I feel like if I got that done and then compared the length to yours, it would be more than just, you know, three here, times. Here, hang on. Let me let me try and get a hair. Jeez. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's over a foot in length now. I'd say it's about a foot. I, I don't I clip my nails, too, so I can't pull out a hair. I don't need <laughs> I don't need my nails to pull out a hair at this point. Hold on, Kate's getting a tape measure. <laughs> this is the oddest thing I've ever done during this podcast. <laughs> that is saying something, sir. It's two inches long right now. Okay. And I so, probably should have been getting a haircut, but my brother's wedding is in three weeks, so I got to figure out what, exactly what I'm going to do haircut-wise. Yep. Do I get one now and then get one in three weeks, or... Or do you what? just wait it out and get one in three weeks? Yeah. Just wait it out. That's what I was thinking. You got nothing you need to look spiffy for between now and then, right? Nope. Yeah, just wait it out. Okay. So I think I win this one. Probably. I'd say my grooming practices, though, are the nail clipping and the nose hair trimming. I, I keep my nails trimmed. Have you gotten a manicure? No, I've been meaning to get a manicure, though. I have. Did you go by yourself? I was taken by my grandfather. Your grandfather? Yes. Have you ever had a straight razor shave? No. Okay. You did right before your wedding. Yes. If I recall. I almost fell asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were shaving you? Well, they had the hot towels and the, the, the cocoa butter and everything on my face, and it was uh, so nice and relaxing. The, your, your nice spa day? Yes. Okay. Found actually a place over here that can do that, too. Very nice. Yeah. Anyway, I think I've got the manscaping. You might have this one. Okay. Are we good? I think we're good. Let's call it. All right, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.